I'm Pat Hyben, and over the past 25 years, I've sold over 7,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in volume. In 2010, I sold my team business to my top agent and went on book tour promoting my book, Six Steps to Seven Figures, a real estate professional's guide to building wealth and creating your destiny. That book went on to become a New York Times bestseller. Now I live off the passive income streams from the real estate I bought with commissions I earned as a full-time agent. And I am committed to giving back to the real estate industry as so many mentors of mine have given back to me. On this show, we'll interview the world's best agents, brokers, coaches, and investors to help you make more commissions and create the life you deserve. What's a toolbox? A toolbox is a box full of tools that you use to build something great. Do you want to build your real estate business into something great, something massively profitable and productive? Well, we've got a toolbox for you. Basically, we've collected all the tools that the rock stars of the past have given to us over the years. And uh, many times these tools come in the form of a checklist. They come in a form of a postcard that they're sending out that's very different and extremely effective. Uh, They come in many different forms, and and many of you have gone online to the show notes and downloaded these toolboxes. The challenge is you have to go back through each episode to each show notes on the website and download them one by one. Well, I've put them all together. And I've created the Real Estate Rockstar Toolbox. And I'm giving this toolbox away free. Tons of items of utility from many of our past Rockstar guests. All you got to do is go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. Or make it easy, simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. Use the tools that the rock stars are using to make more and more commissions every day. Okay, Rockstar Nation, I have a guest here. You know, I haven't done this much, but I kind of had to call BS on somebody and I have living proof that uh, I was wrong in calling BS. Uh, Steve Pemberton came on the show not too long ago and told me that his son sold 55 houses from Zillow in his first year in the business. And, uh, you know, certainly we've had guests recently saying like Sam Monreal who came on and, and Sam didn't bash Zillow, so to speak. But uh, Sam Monreal, episode 459, you know, was just talking about how the, the number of leads versus the number of actual settlements is a, is a complete disaster. And, P- and agents are spending more money than they're actually making profit. So they're, they're spending like, uh, I think he said, for every $5,000 spent on leads, for every $5,600 spent on leads, $5,000 are made in commissions. So there's a, there's a problem there in that. So anyways, to make a long story short, I, I, you know, I was talking to Steve. I was like, dude, there's, I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know anybody that is a brand new agent coming into the biz. 
selling 55 houses year one, and all of them from uh, Zillow. And so, uh, you know, there's a lot of agents with teams that want their buyer agents to sell 55 homes their first year. So I thought, let me get, let me, let me get Parker on here and see what advice he has for buyer agents, listing agents, agents on a team, brand new agents, you know, on how to sell a house from Zillow and how to maximize your ROI with a Zillow lead. So Parker, thanks for coming on today. Hey, Pat, appreciate it. So let's get into the nitty gritty. So first year in the business, when did you start? I purposely scheduled my uh, realtor's exam on my birthday, which was March 22nd, uh, 2016. But my, my license actually wasn't activated until about uh, May 15th or so. Up here, they were in Minnesota. They, there was like this delay uh, lag time. So I had to wait there for, for a few weeks. All right. So what was your personal, you know, not your team, your father's team, but what was your personal, you know, GCI? How much, how much money did you make in gross commissions? Pre-broker split or post? Well, pre-broker, if you're the one paying the broker, then yeah, before you paid the broker. Total GCI was about 610. So you made 610,000. Then after you paid the broker and paid for gas and whatever other expenses you have, well, my my split after the splits with the broker left me about four eighty eight, four eighty five. And around, do right you have that. a do you have a team split too? We do on certain transactions. Yes. What does that mean? Well, we have we have a a bracket system here, and up to a certain point, of course, if it's a team lead, it's always fifty fifty. That's what we have arranged. And if it's if you bring in your own uh, business, which obviously you want to do you get much higher splits all the way up to 100%. And a Zillow lead is what? If the team paid for it, it's 50. If I paid for it, because I, I now have my own zip codes, it's it's my own lead. Which gives you what? 70? 80. 80. Okay. So you learned really fast that uh, it's probably more profitable to pay for your own than have the team pay for it and you give them 30%. I get it, right? The, the, the well, I think it's natural to think that way when i came to the when i came into the business though i definitely did not think that way i i was sure well no one does because they're broke you know what i mean like so you're it's easier right there's no risk but i was i was thrilled to be selling houses i was thrilled to be getting leads and i was doing everything i could to convert those people into into clients and then of course convert them into sales but what was funny is I came into the I came back into the business. So, you know, obviously my dad Steve's been in the business for forty years. So I grew up listening and learning from him. And he'd take me on appointments and all that stuff. So it comes pretty natural to me. But uh, so you, I come you back kinda in. knew you kinda knew and understood it was in your soul yet you hadn't actually touched it, it quite yet. And and so you jumped in, you 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 know, let's just say you had a leg up, right? In that you understood it, you knew it, you've watched it. But at the same time, you never touched it. So let me break down this 12 months here because we don't have a lot of time to analyze with you. We only have 12 months. So your first three months in the business, how many houses did you sell? Well, I, okay, I started off, my goal was uh, I needed to sell, sell enough houses to make what I was making previously, which uh, was about $36,000. I was running uh, a lawn care company at the time. You made thirty six a year at the lawn care company, or thirty six a quarter? And no, a year. Um, and that's you know, 
that that was that was profit. That was after all of my expenses, my mortgage, right. all all that other stuff. So I was getting by. You must uh, have been the one mowing the grass because. Well, a lot of people <laughs> out there who are listening to this know that that's that's what you do, man. I mean, yeah, because that, you that's, have the pavement, uh, you know, and. Because um, I think that's you know, there's lawn. I know the landscapers around here probably make more than that. So, it, you know, <laughs> just the guys out cutting the grass themselves. So that's so you were making thirty six a year, right? Then you come out, and in your first quarter, you said you made thirty six. No, my first quarter. No, my goal. My goal was to sell a house a month, right? That okay. that would equate my salary. And I think what I ended up doing, I sold. I got my, my license was activated. The day I got it activated, I took a, a Zillow buyer out, sold him a house that day. And I was like, wow, that, you know, streets are paved with gold. You're like, what was I thinking uh, well, for all was, these years was, cutting grass? I, it wasn't a huge commission, but it was, uh, it was great, you know, and first and the day. Feeling, yeah, literally first day. And then I closed on that property May 30th, thir- May, yeah, May 30th last year. And, and that was that. So my first closing was, at the end of May last year, and we're not quite to that point. Today is, uh, I think, the tenth. Okay, so your first three months, how many houses roughly? I'd I'd say about fifteen to twenty. I started to really go on a tear Jeez. in September. Holy dirt! So your first three months, you sold fifteen to twenty houses. The next three months, you must have slumped down because if you add up that times four, it's sixty. So you came out of the gate strong. It, I guess it doesn't matter, right? At the end well, of the day, you've sold that. 55 in 12 months. I've sold 80 in 12 months. You've I've sold, sold 55 from Zillow. Oh, wow. <laughs> you've sold it, 80 really, houses it, no, in 12 it, months, first 12 like months. It's a powerful platform. How? It really is. Okay, t- you gotta, you got to explain to the people listening, right? Their number one question is, how? Give me like meat and potatoes, like exactly down to the step-by-step how – you did this well let's break this into two different categories because i think that's really important number one is category one is category that you're working your own leads uh i think you're going to see a a significantly higher uh closing ratio on those leads than you are if you're the team leader paying for your team leads it's natural the the further you go down the ladder the less motivated they are but for me I got into the system with my dad and I see 300 some leads just unanswered, uncalled, unemailed, nothing. I mean, they're just literally sitting in his queue. And so I started to attack those first. And in the lawn care business, I ran that for three years. And one of the biggest platforms was Angie's List. And if you're familiar with Angie's List, there's a, uh, it's a very, very comparable to Zillow. You pay a monthly fee, you get leads that come in, you go meet the clients, you convert them, you turn them into business. And you make money from it. And I think uh, those three years of converting those leads really paid off for me when it came to real estate. But um, either either way, you're taking a call. You got to get on the call immediately. That's the, the most important part. And and when you can't get on the call immediately, you have to have somebody else doing it, or you need to have a piece of technology taking that call for you, which is where I'm at today. That's I'm I'm on so many appointments now, and I'm on the phone constantly that. I don't have time to take my own Zillow appointments, but we can we can go to that at some point if you want to talk. About that. Yeah, but. I mean, yeah, I'm trying. Uh, you know, I'm trying. Everybody listening is trying to wrap their head around it. You're making 36. You went to a net of 48, right? So you, you this massive, yeah, uh, you know, as, ascension. I guess we need to know the the first 90 days, first 100 days, what you did from the time the lead came in. 
to the time that you got paid? That's a great question. And, and I think uh, it starts with setting things up the right way. Okay. So uh, it's one thing if you have a bunch of leads, if you call them once or twice, you let them go and they're gone. If you're like me, you set it up correctly from the beginning. So you have an operating CRM, you have a platform that's, that's harboring these leads into different categories that are, um, you know, you can do it however you want, you know, cold, hot, warm, sale, whatever it might be. If somebody doesn't want to buy a house right now, they go into my system as a warm lead because I've spoken to them. If I haven't spoken to them, they go into it. My system as a cold lead, just a classic CRM setup. And I view it as a kind of a, like a car, a car salesman lot or a, a, a lot, you know, a dealership where if you're the, the car salesman and someone walks on your lot, they're coming there for a reason, whether it's right now or it's six months or it's a year or two years or five years, whatever it might be. And I don't let those people go. You know, they, they're there and they're mine. And if I, if I have a conversation with them, I feel an obligation to go sell them a house and, and help them through the entire process. Just like they walked into a car lot. I like that analogy. 100%. So, okay. So somebody walks into the car lot on Zillow. What do you do? Well, if I answer the phone call, I would obviously have a conversation with them about what they're looking for. Well, first of all, they're not going to be calling, right? It's going to be an email. No, they do call. How often? I'd say mine, mine is about 50% of the time. The others 50% are 50% of the time, they pick up the phone and call you. Yeah, yep. They call a number, Pat, on Zillow that's assigned to, you, to, to the person, and I take the phone call. However, I've run into a problem. I'm busier than, than what time allows now, and, and so I've fallen into a situation where I need an ISA. But this early in my business with how quickly things are moving, the easiest way for me to, to accommodate that was to introduce an autoresponder. And so I have an autoresponder program set up that every time they call in, they get an immediate response for me. It started off as a text and a call. And then I took it a step further just because of how powerful video is now. And I have a pre-recorded 15-second video that gets sent out to them immediately saying, you know, thank you so much for your inquiry on Zillow. Unfortunately, I'm with a client at this time. When I'm with my clients, I give them 100% of my time and effort. And uh, when, when I finish up, I'll be right back in touch with you. I hope you don't mind. Is there a good time I can call you back? And the beautiful thing about that is that they tell me what time they want me to call them back. So I can plan my day around it. Okay, so let me get this straight. So somebody goes in there, they send an email. Immediately, they get that script in an email, a text, and a video, right? It's text, 15 it's text seconds. Immediately. Text immediately. says the same thing. Yes. Verbatim. And if you didn't if you didn't hear that, just rewind it and play it on point five and write it down. I mean it's pretty simple. I like the idea. So let's get some meat and potatoes here. What CRM are you using? I use contactually. Contactually. Okay. And there's tons of them out there, as yeah, you yeah. know. As everyone else knows. Okay, but. so you put them in contactually. Or they go into contextual automatically. And then uh, you have an autoresponder. What do the you The autoresponder use? I've used, I've experimented with a lot of them. And just like CRMs. And contextual is just the one that works for me best. So it might not work best for the next person. But uh, the autoresponder that I use is agentlegend.com. Agentlegend.com. And that's just basically it autoresponds immediately. And that's yep. where you, oh, you, and that allows you to tag a video in there, right? 
Yeah, you can you can pre-program it in with with text calls, emails, um, however long you want to go. If you want to program your campaign for three hundred days, you can if you want. Mine are set for ten days. Um, I on Zillow, I have a sixty percent response rate, and on Realtor.com, I have a seventy percent response rate. Okay, and what does that mean? Uh, that means they responded to the first message that was sent to them. And what does response mean? They responded to that text. Like they said, okay. They said, hey, thanks, Parker. Appreciate it. Call me when you can. They sent something back, right? Correct. That's pretty, that's pretty high. And so you get up for air a half hour later out of your appointment. What do you do? Call them. I say, hey, what's going on? How can I help you? I was just, you know, dorking around on Zillow, and I was curious, you know, about this house. It's uh, it's not even for sale, but your name was on it, and it says, you know, for sale by owner, and then click for details here. So I, I clicked and filled out the info. Say, so, well, uh, what street is that on? Because I'm actually not in front of my computer right now. I'm just getting back into the car. 417 Umpty Ump. Yes, I'm very familiar with that house. Uh, it's it's two blocks off off of 77, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 I grew up just down the road from there and I've lived here my whole life. So if something comes up on Zillow, there's a very good chance I know about it. What attracted you to the house? It has a really deep backyard. And I've always wanted a deep wooded backyard. You, you either have kids or you have dogs or you need privacy. What, which one? <laughs> All three. <laughs> <laughs> I need to well, build a tree dog. fort I so if I can have I more have privacy. I don't have kids yet, but I have I have a Bernice Mountain Dog and I have a Golden Retriever, and trust me, I understand the need for a big backyard. So, you know, I understand that you're looking for a yard that, that they can run around in, but what about the inside of the house? What what attracts you most? Yeah, what not much. It was kind of you know, it was kind of raggedy, but um, but I liked the yard, and there was only We're, three photos. So, <laughs> well, that's that's one of the problems with Zillow is you don't get all the information, and although Zillow is a super powerful company, sometimes the information is a little delayed too. Have you found that to be true? Yeah, I don't know. I just started. You know, I don't. You know, I can't. I can't speak to that. Well, that's that. That's my experience. Is a lot of the calls that I get from Zillow, uh, people are either just getting started or they're, or they're looking to buy a home right now. It sounds like you're looking to buy buy something down the road. What do you think? Maybe six months, a year? How far out do you and your family think you are? Well, it's hard to say. You know, I'd like this backyard. If the right house comes around, I'll buy it. Excellent. Well, I'd love to hear more about the type of house that you're looking for, because if it comes up, I am going to know about it and I'll email it to you immediately. Okay. Yeah. So the next step would be obviously figuring out what the client's looking for. And the more descriptive, the better, because uh, it is true. The second a house becomes available, I'm going to know about it. I'm on uh, our hot sheets, our local MLS hot sheets more than my mom's on Facebook. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I study those things all day long. So if I get a break, I'm I'm seeing what's coming on the market. I'm, I'm seeing what's pending, what's sold. And honest to God, 90% of the time, if somebody tells me what street it's on, I know what house it is. So we can talk about the house right off the bat. And it leads it leads me down the road of getting the inf- important information, which is what are you looking for? How do you close? Like how, do, how are you closing to get an appointment with the person or are you even? Are you, are you just figuring this is part of the process? I'm going to just warm follow up. No. Uh, so 70 70- about 75% of my business is buyers right now, 25% are listings. So obviously I'm trying to get that closer to 50-50. But with buyers, it is super important to be proactive and and 
go out there and find them the house that they're looking for. You know, as real estate agents, we're not we're not agents. We're not licensed to just set them up in an auto search. Yeah. And, so essentially, you're saying most agents are lazy. Well, I didn't say no. That. I'll, I'll say it. So, so yeah. So they're lazy. So what you're trying so to do I'm, is be the the guy that's not lazy. And so you know, rather than trying to come up with an elaborate close, you're like, okay, let me find them the house, and then you're going to go back and you're going to find them a bunch of houses with big backyards, and you're going to call them back and say, hey, Stan, have you, do you know about these three houses? Is that how you roll with it? Well, I generally send them two houses. I don't send them a list of houses. I send them two of the best, and I tell them why they're the best. You handpick them, and then you tell them why they're the best. Okay. Yeah, and I do it unannounced. So, you know, we might we might end the conversation with, you know, is it okay if I send you a couple homes if I if I think that they might be a good match for you? And, if, and of course, the answer is always yes. So the next day or then a couple days later, I'll, I'll be out on, on the hot sheets, and I'll see a house, and boom, it'll be a great match. And I'll send them one or two, not ten. Because if I send them 10, we're seeing 10. If I send them one or two, they pick one or the other. And we're going to meet in person. We're going to go see that house. And once they see me in person and once we interact with each other, it's it's usually 100%. You know, the more I can figure out about somebody, the better I can help them find a house. And that's that's all it comes down to. Sam Monreal has over 200 agents that he sifts through leads for every day at his company Rockerbox. Dale Archdeacon coaches agents how to sift through leads on their team. Both are industry experts at incoming leads and outbound leads. Nobody is talking more about this subject than these two guys. They have given me the form that all their people, all their coaches, in Sam's case, all his sifters use to qualify potential seller prospects and to turn them into listing appointments. I'm going to give this form to you for free just as a benefit of being a listener of Real Estate Rockstars. To get a free copy of this form, text SCRIPT, that's S-C-R-I-P-T, to 444-999. That's SCRIPT to 444-999. Wow. Yeah, I like it because you're showing them a personal touch, right? Because most agents are just going to, you know, let them get on an auto drip campaign or something like that. And you're saying, hey, what about these? What about these? What about these? How do you, yeah. what, how do you, you know, decide cold, warm, hot? Depending on how the conversation goes. That, and, that first initial conversation. Yeah. And, you know, Pat, the, the thing is, I don't beat myself up over lost leads. I mean, I certainly don't try to lose them, but I focus on the people that want to buy houses right now and the people that want to buy houses six months from now. And um, I might get somebody set up on an auto search. It's pretty common, but I'll be checking in with them every couple of weeks or every month and I'll, I'll be asking them, hey, how's it going? How's life? How's the work? Uh, what are you up to? Have you gotten more serious about wanting to look for houses? Um, I send out videos through the CRM. So... I think video is just super important nowadays. An agent can text or call, but you can't get that personal touch. And if somebody sees me, you know, I'm I'm a younger guy. I'm I just turned 31, and um, 
I'm not threatening. I don't think I don't think I am at least, but I'll send them a video and check in and just say, hey, I've been thinking about you. Um, a couple houses came up the other day, and I'm just wondering where you guys are at. You know so, what? So, like, you know, how many I, videos do you find yourself sending, like snips? Hey, or do you have one that says, hey, that's random that, that doesn't have a name on it that just says, hey, I'm thinking about you. Yeah, I'll I'll just I'll just do it from the phone or I'll do it from the GoPro and throw it into an email and send it to somebody. Say, hey, I'm thinking. Hey, hey, Stan, I'm thinking about you. I found a couple of houses. Let me know. Rather than typing it out, right? You'll be like, yeah, hey, because yeah. when you're busy and everyone listening to the show is probably busy, but you fit, you find that you don't have time for that little stuff anymore. You don't have time to type out a, a, a letter or a message or an email, whatever it might be. Um, I do handwrite notes. That's the one thing I'll take time doing. Cause I think people still find it sincere, but you know, any second that I can pick up in the day, I'm going to try to do it. And video is just quick, honest to the point they can see who I am. And I think that's where everything's going. I, I know that's where everything's going. So um, so talk to me about this, because I know agents that sell a house a week, which is extremely commendable, 48 houses a year, right? 50 houses a year, and their head is popping off. Like they're like massive, they work a lot, let's just put it that way. And, you know, rightfully so, because it is hard work being a real estate agent, and you, but you do get paid for your hard work lucratively obviously so uh, what kind of how do you manage your time selling 80 houses i mean that's set what is that seven about seven houses a month right how do you as a as an agent by yourself how do you sell seven houses a month how do you manage your time yeah i mean that's that's the million dollar question right i mean that's how you scale a business by about sale 20 i figured out that i i could not keep running at that pace and nor did I want to. I mean, the paperwork sucks. I don't, I don't like paperwork. I don't like the busy work. So I hired a transaction coordinator, and she does it for me. And it's a contract position. And so, and I you what do you pay her? I've negotiated a bracket, but let's just say on average it's two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, that's about the, you know, industry rates. To probably that's probably on the lower end, two fifty to five hundred per transaction. And what does she? She use settlement room, or what does she use to manage it all? Quite honestly, I don't even know. I don't yeah. know what she uses. She has a lot of them use settlement room, which is pretty awesome. So she keeps everybody in the loop, right? Your buyers, your other agent, everybody. Yeah, yep. And more importantly, she schedules, she inputs my reminders into my calendar and schedules the whole transaction out. So I might not even know when a financing date might come up or a commitment date might come up, but I just look at my calendar and it's there. So <laughs> leveraged my time by doing that because and it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty low risk hire to be honest. I mean, if you're selling this many yeah, houses, yeah, absolutely. Because you, you don't sell any that. houses, you don't get a payer. Right, right. So it's no, it's a no brainer. So, so talk to me about this because you know, and you know, in my book, Six Steps to Seven Figures, I talk about dollar productive activity, which is, you know, working with buyers, working with sellers, prospecting for new business, and negotiating. Right. Those those are what really make agents money. Right, all the rest is 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 crap. You know what I mean? It can be delegated, uh, where you make a lot less an hour. What would you say? What percentage of your day is spent doing dollar productive activities? Like, you know, one of those four things: working with buyers, working with sellers, negotiating contracts, or prospecting. It's not as high as it should be. That's for sure. But I'm figuring it out. Um, I'd say it's fifty to sixty percent. 
I mean, is, I time which block. Is, which is I, high, I, dude. And, I mean, it's hard for most agents to get day. 20. You know, it's hard for most agents to work dollar productive two hours a day because if you work a 10-hour day, you know, two hours, you do one listing appointment a day, which is a lot. You do three listing points a day, that's 60%. And you work 10 hours, that would be 60%. So that, for most people, doing three listing points or three buyer appointments is a, is a back-breaking day. You know, so 60% is actually a lot. I think you're going to struggle getting it much higher than that. Uh, God bless you if you can. All right, so what are, what are their secrets or tips about Zillow are you using that people aren't thinking of out there? Well, I've created a lot of leverage with the autoresponder. So once I got the paperwork off my plate, I then had to figure out a way that I could continue to prospect because it took me about three weeks to realize if I didn't keep prospecting, constantly prospecting, that the whole engine is going to shut down. And it does. And in fact, if you stop working, to, I mean, I, I prospect seven days a week. Five of those days I prospect for at least an hour. But, you know, when I got the autoresponder set up, I'm really not taking any of those calls anymore, which is really nice. And I'm actually now delegating a lot of those buyer leads out to other people. But what the one thing we didn't we didn't go over is that uh, once I sold about ten houses from Zillow, I realized the power of it, and I just bought in completely. You know, I took the leap. A new guy, you know, coming from a low salary, um, I bought a zip code, and my Zillow rep at, um, at well, my sales rep at Zillow, his name is Blake Strode. He's just a complete rock star. He uh, he and I had multiple long conversations and he's like let's save up six months worth of of income to or six months worth of monthly zillow payments which you know just round numbers say it's three thousand dollars a month so i saved eighteen thousand dollars and i really once i got past that point and bought my own zip code i didn't feel the pressure of having to continue to make sales in fact the sales just started kind of coming to me and they're much higher splits. So I, I jumped. I did something a lot of people aren't willing to do. I got a good placement in a really good zip, uh, zip code with a, with a high sales price. It's a city here that uh, everybody wants to be in. So I got into a good city, took a risk, and I've got a formula that I feel like a, a system, more or less, that works. And I just continue to work it. But don't get me wrong, Pat. There is a lot of prospecting that goes into it. Yeah, so obviously you, the, the key I think is you're, and I'm saying this in a positive manner because I want people to learn from this. You're obsessed with Zillow. You're obsessed with the Zillow leads. You're, you're consumed, and, and those are negative words, but I'm trying to think of positive words. You're passionate about it, you know? You're working seven days a week, an hour, at least a minimum hour a day, like calling Zillow people. You probably got another hour making videos, emailing, texting people personalizing it as much as possible and i think the key to success you know because there's a lot of agents out there that certainly probably get as many zillows or can easily get a zip code or share a zip code with somebody or work on a team that has a zip code is that um, because there's so many of these leads they start taking it for granted and they start not thinking they're as valuable as you do and you think every one is worth a commission and you're treating everyone as if it's worth a commission and doing everything you can. And the people are seeing that. They're like, hey, you know, a lot of agents got this lead of, of me inquiring about this house. But Parker's the only one that sent me a video, a text, an email and called me and, and followed up a week, you know, again, again. So yeah, I think well, that's the key, right? It's not it's not any secret sauce of what 
uh, Zillow is giving you, it's how you're treating every single Zillow lead you get. That that is true. Sometimes when you get turned down on that sixth call, that seventh call captures them, you know, and and you just can't give them up. It, if you're going to pay, I, I feel like if I pay money to, to have those, those are people that want to buy houses and mm. they want to buy even when they don't think they want to buy. You know, you find them the right house, they'll list their house with you. And it leads to, you know, I've in my first year, I have 20 listing sales pending or, or sold, which is incredible. I don't door knock. I don't cold call. All of my business is coming from, is now from referrals. I know what's going to happen in three years. All of these people are going to turn over to sellers and I'm going to just keep that machine going and it's just going to keep building and building and building. And if we build our team the right way, it's, it's going to be a good thing. We're going to, you know, we're going to be on our way to Pat Hyben status. There you go. Uh, no doubt. <laughs> Probably within a year at the way you're going. I mean, you know, you, so long as you could train them, uh, you know, to, to treat them like you, which, which leads me to this last question, then we'll wrap it up. Um, so I'm going to spin this a little bit. So let's say I took you and nine other agents and put you on an island on a game show called Zillow Buyer Agent Race. <laughs> the amazing Zillow buyer agent race. And I said, okay, I'm putting you nine buyer agents on an island. They each get $1,000 cash. They each get a laptop computer and a cell phone. Whoever sells the most amount of houses in a three-month period gets $10 million, right? So how are you going to beat the nine other brand-new buyer agents well, I got a question. Oh, the only way you could do it is from Zillow, right? So uh, everyone's well, working with Zillow since that, because really, I mean, you've sold so many houses already from Zillow. So I want to keep the Zillow focused. Yeah. So all just clear something up here. All 10 have a Zillow zip code, right? Yeah. Let's say all 10 get a Zillow zip code. Let's say, okay. yeah, that's fine. Let's do it. Yeah. So if we, if we all have a Zillow zip code, first thing that I'm doing, uh, the sun comes up at six, I'm going to be... I'm going to be in front of those people trying to meet them at 6 a.m. The reason why is because when you have a really strong internet presence and then you can introduce yourself to that person, it's so powerful. And if they see you in person, it's super powerful. Uh, people are, you know, they're sitting on their phones and their laptops and their uh, they turn iPads. Turn it on, right? And and so you're saying you're you're sending them a video or are you, you're not going to call no, them at no. 6? Well, no, because it obviously takes a long time to to kind of harbor all those leads. What I would do is I would get in front of them, introduce myself. You know, at some point they're going to go to sleep at night, but before they go to sleep, if they're looking to buy a house, they're going to be on two websites. If they're middle age, it's Facebook and well, maybe Instagram and it's Zillow and they're going to be surfing Zillow. And if they're looking at my zip code, they're going to see me. And if they already met me, they're going to have a connection and I'm going to sell my house. They're going to call me and you know, I'm going to come back out to their house. I'm going to get them started on a search and, uh, Oh, wait, wait. Go, but go back, go, go back to the, your ideal day here. Remember, you're on an island here. So, so uh, on this game show, you know the other nine competitors are all in their bunk beds. They're still sleeping. You wake up at six o'clock. Are you calling them at six o'clock in the morning, or are you sending them videos? Well, no, because you didn't say if they're if they're calling in or writing in about looking at a house. I'm just saying they got you. You have a zip code. The nine other people have a zip code. If you sell more houses than they do in 90 days, you win $10 million. How are you going to win? Specifically, what are you going to do? Specifically, you have to get in front of those people. 
Yeah, not a cliche, but like how? <laughs> like what 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 does your day look like? <laughs> Are they all local residents, Pat? Are they on the yes. island? Yes. Okay, so my zip code. First of all, my profile is sparkling. It's it's super clean. It's filled with a ton of reviews. Right now I have about 50 reviews and after 12 months it's I feel pretty good about that because I ask everybody to leave me a review. But they're going to go online. They're going to see. They're going to be looking for properties. They're going to find Parker. They're going to see he has fifty reviews of people who are super happy with working with him. They're going to see me. They're going to read my bio, which I had Zillow write for me. But then I'm going to go out and I'm going to meet those people. So I'm going to I'm going to door knock those people if I don't have a lead. I mean, if they're not calling in about a specific house, you have to get in front of them somehow, right? If they are calling in about the house, I'm going to convert the lead because. My internal scripts are, are better than most anyway, but I'm trying to put a face to a name. And so they go online, they see me online, they wake up, go get their, their mail, and they're going to see me there too. I, I think that's all you could really do. If you combine both of them, if your phone's not ringing, you can't convert Zillow leads because you don't know where they're coming from. Yeah. So the same thing, <laughs> you're just going to stay consumed with them from six in the morning till 10 at night. And you're going to try to assertively reach out to them in many different, as many different ways as you can. Bottom well, the, line. The other thing, Pat, is that a lot of those leads aren't going to buy a house for six months. So I might be off the island by then. Right. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I might still be on it. You'd be amazed. I'm, I just wrote a new construction pur- purchase for almost a million dollars from a Zillow lead that I got uh, almost 10 months ago, 11 mm. months ago. It's amazing. You keep in touch with people. They will they will remember you. And it really comes down to this. And if you want to leave it with this, that's great. But you have to bring people value. You have to bring them value from all angles. You know, you, you were in a service industry. And when I used to be cutting grass, if a little tuft of grass was uh, sticking up on the side of a, of a driveway, I'd go back and fix it. You know, I, I make sure I do the small things and the little things right to bring them value and, and not miss out on things. You know, I won't leave the office until I feel like 100% have taken care of all of my clients the way that they need for the day. And I'm in the process of hiring an assistant, which is, it's tough the first time you do that because you want it to be the right person. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, but and, that's what's made you so successful is that, you know, you're, yeah. for lack of a better word, again, you know, you're a control freak. And I think that you need to be that way with every Zillow lead because so many of the agents out there, the quote unquote lazy agents out there are the opposite of that, right? They're like, they're not control freaks with every single lead. And so yeah. I think that sums it up there. So listen, Parker, this has been awesome, buddy. I really appreciate you coming on the day and, and sharing everything. I'm going to put all of Parker's information at hybendigital.com backslash Parker P. That's uh, hybendigital.com backslash Parker, the letter P. Listen, buddy, best of luck to you in all your future endeavors. And hopefully someday we'll meet face to face. Thanks, Pat. And just to let everybody know, I'm, I'm an open book with everything. So uh, whether you're in my office here in Apple Valley, Minnesota, or you're across the country, if you want help with anything or if, if you want to run some ideas with this stuff by me, let me know. I'd love to talk about it. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Rockstars. Please be sure to leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening. All five-star reviews help us get better and better guests. For your listening pleasure. And if you have a great review, I'll read it on the show. We are so proud of this show now with over a million downloads 
in 79 countries around the world. Also, don't forget to buy my book if you haven't already. Six Steps to Seven Figures, a real estate agent's guide to building wealth and creating your destiny. With an intro by Gary Keller. Sold everywhere online books are sold. You can always go to pathyben.com and find out about all things Pat Hyben. And don't forget to follow me on social media. All you got to do is type in my name. I'm everywhere and easy to find. I hope to meet face-to-face someday, but in the meantime, let's meet on social media. Thanks again for listening and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.